0: This audio was taken from the Let Her Be Heard live show.
1: Separation, divorce, blended families, conscious communication. When the majority of families are experiencing two different households or maybe parents that are no longer married or together, what type of complications come up with that? I'm Andrea Gulick and I'm
0: Barb Gibson, and we are here to let her be heard.
1: Okay, Barb, today I think this is such a perfect topic, and the mm-hmm. reason I think it's perfect because I know there are so many women out there that are probably asking themselves the exact same questions and pondering the exact same you know, discomfort and difficulty, and so today's topic is really about conscious communication how do we communicate when we have experienced a relationship breakdown whether that's separation or divorce and we've got kids involved Mm. and then we repartner and all of a sudden now we've got different ideas we've got different energies we've got the feelings that we have for the person but they might have different feelings about our kids and it's this whole big bundle of almost maybe opposing emotions sometimes the duality of I'm so happy and excited here but then that creates discomfort and discontent over here and how do I speak my truth and even that the not that the uh, not that our member spoke about this but even the complication or the difficulty of our ex-partner and how that might impact how our life in our home, because this is the thing, it might not be working in the house and so we decide to leave or we decide to go our separate ways, but we don't, we don't get to, like, escape that. We still have to manage that. It's just in different homes. And yeah. so I think this is such a rich topic around how do we stay true to us? How do we stay true to our children? How do we stay true to our partner? Like, and how do we do that? How do we balance all of that, Barb?
0: Yeah, that's a lot to balance, isn't it? It is, it is. And first of all, I want to say, Andrea, you mentioned women. And I know our um, live cast goes into our group that is just for women, but we both show up on our personal pages too. And this subject is for men too. This is subject just for anyone who's going through a relationship, um, a separation, a new relationship, all that stuff. So first because of we're all, the people, right? we're, people. Like, yeah, we're, we're talking about people, we're for people. Yeah. We're people, yes. So, um, yeah, I, I loved our listeners question because it is a big deal and, um, I'm just going to jump right in. This is, go, this go is where it is. And I'm going to speak directly to our, um, person that ask the question. I don't know the story. I don't know the circumstances. So I have to ask a few questions and then we'll go down the different trails and see what happens with it. So my first question would be, if they mentioned that there is a, an issue of feeling like maybe the new person in their life is overstepping some boundaries with the children, and so my first question would be to go inside and ask yourself if that relationship, if, if those questions, the person pushing the boundaries, is it because you aren't seeing something that you need to see with how you're parenting your children? Um, and what I mean by that is like maybe sometimes we find ourselves in a position where we've gone through divorce or like in your case, Andrea, your husband passed. And so there's this guilt, this guilt thing. Mm. You and I have talked about that before of some of the guilt. And so you try to make up for it in certain ways. And when someone else can point that out to you, you can go like, well, maybe I am trying to overcompensate or something. And or maybe I'm just not living up to all. I'm not helping my kids as much as I could maybe be hindering their growth. You
1: have something you want to say about that? I do. I I really want to press pause there because I think that is such a poignant point, Bob. And I think that in a lot of ways, it can be a difficult point to reconcile. Mm -hmm. But that um, peace or pain, that feeling that we get that we're Mm -hmm. out of our peace that we talk about so often. Yes. Like the number one thing. In terms of reflection and self responsibility, is is this pain because underneath it is something about me and and when you reflect on on that, you know, my husband passed away. Like this was one of my biggest things, Bob. I overcompensated. I can look back now and recognize that a lot of my parenting choices came from overcompensating Mm -hmm. or wanting. To help them avoid more suffering, that even though that wasn't my fault and in a separation, like if it has been your choice, that underneath there is there a niggling of I did this and I don't want them to experience the fallout because this was my choice. And to be really honest and grow through yes. so that we can speak our truth, we have to be able to recognize. That we cannot, we cannot save everybody from their experience. And that is our children as well.
0: Yeah. And I want to add to that, Andrea, that you know, someone right now might be thinking, well, yeah, their dad did die. And so they have a lot of compassion for your children too. And we're not just talking about a death, like just so our listeners know, I have experienced divorce and death. And so my children were younger when I got a divorce. And so, you know, my own part of that and wondering how that's affecting my kids and having guilt about that, and yet there's an experience to be experienced for them. And, you know, the guilt of which was worse to stay in a situation that wasn't necessarily my best, it, it, to stay in that and almost be living a life for my kids is that good either. So there's all this. It gets mixed up. It really yeah. does get mixed up. But to just come back to yourself. And I love how you said it, Andrea, that this is an experience that you get to just go inside and be real with yourself. We are not here to point fingers. We are not here to say you're doing it wrong or Are you being a bad parent? No, no. This is all about our growth. Our whole show, Let Her Be Heard, is about the voice inside you that's speaking your truth to you. And either you're, if you're resisting it, there's pain involved with that in some way. And if you're leaning to it, there'll be peace. And you'll know the difference. You will feel it in your physical body. You'll feel it within your soul and your heart. And so I just want our listeners to know that we're, we're, we, we want to cover all the bases. It's a just yeah. life experiences,
1: and we spoke about this quickly before we got on, Bob. About that being able to take almost like a lightness in this approach. but yeah. sometimes when we have these push pull situations and we don't know the answer, we're in the, you know, we're kind of right in the epicenter of it. It can feel really heavy and consuming, and and yet these are gifts. Every complication, every like every experience in our life is truly a gift for us to be able to sit with and go within and examine.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like and when we talk about the pain, like even that word can have a heavy connotation. We're not talking about being completely down and out where you can't get out of bed. We're just literally paying that, that lack of peace, that why why is he continually overstepping why can he not see that this is what I choose for my children why does he keep coming and trying to push or why does he expect it to be different it doesn't have to bog us down we can we can take that opportunity to sit gently with that and and ponder what we talk about here ponder Mm -hmm. okay is the lack of peace maybe because I can see that I'm overcompensating but I don't want to admit that, is it that actually I'm really rock steady on what I want for my children but I'm not rock steady about telling him because what if? And it's about being able to just the lightness of, okay, if it was me, like, okay, Andrea, what what have we got to learn here? What experience, what growth can I take that is actually going to improve my life? Because I get to practice this over and over and over. Yeah. And that's so, what I love. I want that lightness, you know, for people and not that. That's our
0: intention always is we are for you. And the lightness creates more of a peace. Yeah. So we are always for you. So I want to go down the other road, the other. It could be something I need to look at for myself, and am I overcompensating for my kids or something like that? The other path is if there's a person in your life who isn't valuing your children the way you do, that is an issue. And I had such compassion as I read what you sent me, Andrea, about this person's question because... What that told me, they wrote, and I think this might be the way, is that your mama heart is telling you that how your children is are being treated is not okay. And and your, your mama heart, the one that knows your kids and knows what's best for them, is trying to be heard, to let her be heard. There's a voice in you that's saying, This isn't right in some way. And so my question to you then is, what is preventing you from, I know you asked about communication. How do you communicate? It's really important to communicate. And there's some things that maybe shouldn't be negotiable for you about your kids. And I'm not telling you what to do, but your question told me some things about what's going on in your heart and what you're thinking and so what do you do with that what do you do with either it's for one thing I would say there's something unsafe about the fact that you can't have a communication about it either you're afraid to say it or you're you're, because you're afraid of what you're going to lose is it going to cause a problem what is going to happen and um I just want to encourage you to go inside and ask yourself what will happen if this person responds in a way that you don't really want it to respond. Your question is telling us you want it to be smooth. If the reality of it is that it isn't, to go inside and ask, what am I afraid about? And But I want to encourage our listener with a story that happened this morning. Uh, I haven't told you about it, Andrea, because it was so interesting to me. When you told me about this question, I wasn't really sure how it would go because we are never here to tell you what to do. We are just here to help you go inside and examine your own heart and your own truth and align with that. But this morning, um, I got a a text from a principal at this school. I transport kids um, to school and the Children that I normally transplant, transplant, they don't transplant them. I transport, them. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to transplant okay. some of them, <laughs> but um, to take them out of some of their situations. And what it is, is I take them, I pick them up in a women's shelter, and these kids are put in. Um, often they're in situations I see their moms be in relationships with men who don't value their children. I see these children being very hurt. And, and as you listen to this, you might think, well, that's not my situation. We're not homeless. We're not that. And it's not the circumstance. It's what's happening in the heart. It's happening. It's what's happening to their identity to be talked to in a certain way and stuff. And I just found it so interesting that this principal sent me a Texas picture this morning, and it was a picture of the sunrise. When I picked these kids up, we would leave the shelter, and we would drive into the east, and the sun is always rising in the morning. And I always called it the show, and kids look forward to the show and we talked about what the show was going to be like and we'd come around that corner and we'd see it on the rest of our ride and during that time what I what I taught the kids to do what I helped them recognize is that they could hear their own truth and we would ask the show what it thought of them we would ask these questions like what's your favorite thing about me things like that and they would hear the most amazing things And then the kids would get to school and it was always important to me for them to arrive at school in a good place and their hearts feeling safe and loved and seen. And so this morning when she sent that photo, I just felt like that was a message for a listener to really be considering your children's heart and to be considering your heart. I hope this recording is okay. I feel like there's some echoing. If anybody can give us a thumbs up that you can hear us, I'd surely appreciate it. But um, I just wanted to take a moment to say that things don't happen. They're not just coincidences. Things happen to guide us, direct us, to show us we're supported by the universe itself, by love itself. And so I know I'm being a little pointed and a little heavy, and yet i heard that like, it could be an advocate for you today, an advocate for you and your children to go inside. Thank you, Kristen, to let us know you can hear me. I appreciate that. But just to be an advocate for you and to listen to your own voice. The fact that you're asking this question is speaking to me that your mama heart is telling you there's something not right here. And I'm not saying you have to end a relationship. I'm not saying anything like that. I'm just saying to go in and be true and authentic with yourself about what is really happening. And um, I just had tears for you this morning as that happened. And I want you to know that we was and loved you are and so this let her be heard show we are going to show up authentic and real and speak to you what we hear and so that's kind of a little message for you today from love from our heart to your heart and so andrea you didn't know i was going to tell that story Um, so you can jump
1: in and say and yeah. <laughs> And that's the thing, I guess, is that you're so connected to Love, Barb, and that, you know, that's, that's one of your strongest messages is that when we connect so deeply um, with our own heart because our heart, that's our truth that's where the truth comes from that's where we can sit in the softness and the gentleness of self-compassion yeah to ask the questions to ask the show to ask our heart is it like I guess I have and thanks Kristen For um she's got tears she just everybody adores you Barb I love it mm. but the so the like I have a little bit of insight here because the the questions come through and and people can put their email if they want. So I do know who our listener is and I do have a little bit of background on her. And so I guess what I would love to be able to, you know, share as well is that when we've experienced people pleasing for a really long time, Mm. when we have shown up to do what's right and maybe sometimes betrayed ourselves in that, and we finally found the strength to say, "I am enough to make my choices." Yeah. And we change our life dramatically, like ending a relationship, and then the natural progression for some is to enter another relationship. It's just more of experiencing finding that truth in your heart.
0: Mm-hmm
1: of being able to say because conscious communication we talk about this Bob. communicate to understand and a lot of people don't know how to do that and so we don't know how to speak our truth because people don't listen to understand they listen to respond Mm -hmm. but if we can get to the place of asking the show Searching for our truth in our heart, and we can feel it, like you say, we can feel it in our body. Mm -hmm. If this is a boundary of, this is what is right for me in raising my children, and even if it is overcompensating, that there's no right or wrong. Even if you establish, I'm doing this because I feel guilty for my kids. At least you know why, and that's power. Yes, it is. And communicate if if this is what is true for you and this is what you your your rules are your boundaries are your expectations whatever they are if this is true for your mama heart and you love someone and there's a lot of great things but there's an element of you are not hearing me you are not seeing me being able to consciously communicate it's not well you don't do this and I don't want you to do that how do you feel like tapping into the feeling we need to go deeper and underneath the surface level of the experience and go deeper ask the questions find the truth in your heart and communicate from that place yes Mm -hmm. knowing i guess the i guess where it gets kind of where we have that push pull bit is because when you absolutely 110% know who you are and trust in who you are and you back you, you're going to consciously communicate without any expectation of the result, which means they might not like what they hear and they don't have to. Right. But what are you going to do from that point? And do you back yourself enough to say if being true to me, being true to my children means that this doesn't end the way I thought that it would. Can I be okay with that? Because mm-hmm. I feel like that's why we avoid some of these conversations, Bob. What do you think?
0: It is why we avoid them because we we have already made a story up about the ending. What if the story can be that you can communicate so well with someone in your life that you both let down the walls. And you hear, why am I treating children like this? And then there's a story in their life that you don't know. And then you have more compassion and you start, the flow starts happening instead of the resistance, instead of the.
1: like our hearts talk instead of our heads. Yes. And that's yeah. completely different. When your hearts speak instead of your heads speaking, that's a whole different level of communication.
0: It takes you to a very deep level. Yes. And so I want to jump back for a second, Andrea, and you talked about how I'm very connected. I believe every one of us is connected like this. And that is such a message for me. I'm not special. We're all connected. And this listener's message tells me she's connected because she's feeling some like, oh, how do I do this? That is you hearing your own voice. And what I love to help people do is how to recognize that they are hearing their own voice. And so I just want to encourage this listener that all of our listeners, as a matter of fact, you hear, you are so connected. It's just, we haven't been given permission to believe ourselves. And to believe ourselves, trust it. Trust it. So many voices want to tell us what we should do what this is the normal this is how it has to look and what about our own voice what about the voice inside us that's trying to be heard and tell us our own truth you are so connected you just haven't been given permission to be to know you're connected and every person deserves that
1: I guess, it, I guess my comment was, like, you know that you're connected. That, that's my point is that you know that and that's what we're here for, Bob. Yeah, I know exactly like that. And I just want our listeners to
0: know.
1: I'm I <laughs> so that's, passionate that's about it. It is. It's, it's, it's about being able to shine that light. I mean, that's why we show up and do this, Bob. It's not because we have all the answers or we don't have any life complications. It's nothing like that. It's literally... Do you know that you can hear yourself? You can feel it. You can connect with this. You can back yourself. Yes. And we will back you for as long as it takes. Yeah. For you to be able to do that, for you to be able to have the conversations with the people in your life, to be able to make the choices of how much access people have to you in their life, that you get to choose you because you're allowed to do that and you can. That's what, that's what like is, yeah. That's I ev- feel that,
0: that so much. That's yeah. everything. And I'm um, just, we are so passionate about that, that you can't, you do have a voice and you can listen to it, give yourself permission to listen to it. So,
1: because um, it's really that, because the flip side of that too, when we're talking about a relationship, I guess, Bob, is that when we can do that for ourselves, when we can listen to those voices and we can feel that, it's a bit like you were saying before we then actually come at a much more compassionate, like so we drop the defence. We drop the defence of you're judging me, you're not listening to me. Mm-hmm. We begin to understand, well, if we've got a whole whole bundle of stories of not enoughness or I'm not going to be lovable or I'm overcompensating for my children or all of those judgement and stories, and we start to recognise those, then we recognize that the other people in our life that we love, they're gonna have that too. Yeah. Like it's not just us. We're not running around like with you know, like split personality voices going nuts. And, <laughs> and it's not just us, like you know, the people that we love. My like I have an amazing second husband. Like I I do have I can't uh relate a, a great deal to, to this listener in terms of my personal experience. Yes. I've, I've repartnered yes we're a blended family and yes there's the push-pull with teenage boys and a little girl and stuff like that but I was really fortunate enough and we spoke about this too Barb that my like my second husband is such a beautiful loving man that came in and literally allowed me the space to find myself as a parent And we spoke about this yesterday because you obviously went through divorce and then repartnered and unfortunately became widowed as well. So you've experienced having a Mm step-parent. And this was the thing in my heart that is my truth all the way. When I was in a position of repartnering or thinking about it, the one thing that I knew in my mama heart was that if they could not accept my situation and the baggage that I felt I came with, I would keep moving. Mm. And I held firm to that.
0: Mm.
1: And that wasn't just a wish, a, a, a wishful, hopeful thing. That was a, these children are my number one. And I have enough space to love more, but I will not put them in the back seat for what I need as an adult woman. It has to be, and I think there's that sometimes when we think that our time might run out or there won't be enough people or no one will be able to love us in a certain way, we are blocking what can naturally come to us because that's That's true.
0: And along with that conversation, Andrea, the person that we decide doesn't really want to be, um, doesn't want to take on our children and our story, our baggage, all that. There's nothing wrong with them. We all have preferences and it's okay. And it's okay. If you don't want what I have to offer, you're still an amazing person. We don't have to be enemies.
1: Yeah. You don't have to
0: think just like I do. Yeah. It's okay. And you know, so we need to help the other person some too. Like, Maybe they do really love us, but they don't want all that other stuff. That's okay. There's, there's a different story for each of us. Yeah. And so that's okay too. So nobody's the enemy in this. But that's what and
1: conscious other. communication opens us up for, yes, right? absolutely. Conscious. Mm-hmm. So conscious, not, when I talk about conscious communication, I'm not talking about knowing what you're saying. It's knowing why you're saying it. hmm in terms, and
0: hearing how why someone else is saying what they're saying.
1: And that's what I mean. Conscious communication is when this happens, I feel like this. You take ownership of it, though. You're not yes. saying you do this to me. It's not that you do this to me or when you do that, it makes me do this. Like, yeah. own it. Yeah. I feel um, insecure about the role of mother or I feel inadequate or I feel like you think I should do this better or I shouldn't be doing that. I own that that's how I feel but I need to be honest about that and I feel like that because I've got guilt to, oh, that my children are in a, a broken family or whatever, like whatever your truth comes to in your heart
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then listen to understand. Yeah. How does and that I, respond? I, yeah, I and her. I know she's you're going to
0: exactly yeah. Like that. So, uh, you know, our children have a voice, how they ask how they feel in this situation. And yes, again, asking our children, how do you feel? What's going on in your heart? And, you know, kids can be manipulative. We know that. We can all be manipulative. But, you know, as a parent, we can kind of judge what's really going on there. But so often they aren't asked. Let them be heard. Exactly. You know, we have let her be heard. Let them be heard, too and um when we really sit and have
1: these conversations it opens up
0: your
1: that. world and and that's the thing it's not it's not that we communicate to go and do what other people want for us that i mean that's people pleasing like oh i'll yes. just do what you want because then you'll be happy and you'll love me that we do that with our kids partners lots of people but letting them be heard let them yes. speak their truth and you can still make decisions in terms of what their best interest is because we're the parents and we are the guiders for a period of time. It is our role to guide them. Mm -hmm. But we're allowed, you know, not robbing our children of the opportunity of growth from their discomfort as well. Yeah. Because that's where we grow.
0: Always, yeah. So, Andrea, our time is up. Yeah. I just want to thank our listener for their vulnerability, for their honesty of being courageous to say what you're dealing with, to allowing us to just walk alongside you and be there with you. And we are, and every listener we have, that we are there. The, the principle apply, the things we talk about apply across the board, and we are here to let
1: that part of you be heard. Thank you so. again for everybody tuning in. Beautiful. And we'll see you again next week. Thank you.